pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On a first down and goal for Northwestern. It's Porter dodging and diving and scoring for the Northwestern touchdown. Northwestern defeats Nebraska 31 to 28. Well done, Chance. Nebraska's last 13 games, nine one score losses. 12 of the last 20 games have been one score losses. 31 28. Uh, I'm going to do it again, Gary. The stat that I'm about to read is going to make you want to enjoy a cold beverage. And uh, this edition of Bigger and Overreaction brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. That would be the cold beverage I would go with. Uh, Dave Revson, per BTN Stats, Nebraska is the first team in the history of major college football to lose seven straight games with all seven losses coming by a single-digit margin. And as Mike Schaefer pointed out earlier on Twitter, Nebraska now, in the last meeting with every Big Ten West team, they have lost them. The last time they played Northwestern, well, that was today. They lost that game. And then obviously, given that they only won one game in league last year, that means the last time they played Illinois and Purdue and Minnesota and Wisconsin and Iowa and Minnesota, they lost them. So there you go. Fun fun stats. Nebraska football refuses to be normal. Yep. Here is uh, Wesley. Hello, Wesley. Good afternoon. Now early evening. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for what you guys are doing. I uh, wonder if you guys need to. Go to therapy after our fans' version of therapy. Ah. I'm calling you guys all the time. Uh, I'm a, I just want to break it down real quick. I'm a big movie fan, so I want to break down today into some movies. Okay. So, number one, Groundhog Day, for obvious reasons. Uh, number two, The sure. Bronx Tale, because the message of that movie is the worst thing in the world is wasted talent. Mm. And then the third movie would be Forrest Gump, because Scott Frost is not a smart man, and he does know what an onside kick is. Thank you all. Hang up. Wow, Bob. Bob. That was Wesley. Wow. Oh, that was Wesley. Oh, sorry. Bob, I'm looking at you on line four. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be uh, throwing you under the bus. Uh, Here is uh, Jay. Hi, Jay. Yeah, how's it going, guys? Good, Jay. How about yourself? Oh, not not bad. Not bad. I just want to say, everybody, I don't know, stop firing coaches. When you can, it's hard to fundamentally build a football team when you're rebuilding every four years. Uh, when you guys fired Mike Riley, I divorced Nebraska or separation and became an Ohio State fan. And if you look at what Mike Riley did, he went to the USFL and almost went to a ch- the championship game. Coach of the year. Building the team from scratch. Like, all I'm saying is there's so much talent in college football these days. There's going to be good players on every team. Like, stop firing coaches. Keep Scott Frost. Like, I didn't agree with him coming to Nebraska. But now that he's here, just go with the flow. Like, when you re- you get a new coach, you got to start all over again. 40 recruits are going to leave. I mean, like, I want to be a Nebraska fan, but this is frustrating. Gary, I can't keep doing this. No, Jay, are you trolling or are you serious? I'm serious. No, you cannot be serious, Jay. You cannot be cool with two losses for every win. That's not okay. 
Well, I'm not really cool with it, but I don't think people realize how hard it is to build a team when you get handed a team no. that is fundamentally no. broken. Yeah, and, and he's like Mike, yeah, yeah. like Mike Riley. No. He had a team that was going to be good. And when Scott Frost came from Central Florida, which Scott Frost got handed a good team, and I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but you're taking a group of five coaches and you're putting them into the big league the first time he's ever coached. Mike Riley had years of recruiting experience. He had like 30 kids, four or five-star recruits, all left when Scott Frost came. Can we do the thing he wanted where Mike hanging? Riley to rebuild this team after in only three years of after 10 years of a fundamentally broken system. You're chasing your tail. Just keep the same coach. Let him recruit. If you're going to get a new coach, you're going to have to start all over again. All these kids are going to leave. Like, I'm sorry if I sound like an idiot, but it's okay. Okay. Hey, Jay, enjoy Ohio State. Thank you, Jay. I'm just keeping a note over here. uh, Mike Riley and USFL success. Hey, you know, it could have been been here. The uh, ring. Could have been here. Uh, Riley said earlier, not not Mike Riley, but Riley <laughs> said, I legit can't tell when people who call in are being positive or being serious or trolling. Yeah, it's it's reached that part of the show. It's reached that part of the show. A couple uh, more calls? Yes, here is uh, Bob. Hello, Bob. There's Bob. Hey, Bob. Hey, Sorry I threw you under the bus, you know, man. Um, I'm kind of a, a defensive guy, and, and right, I thought Bob. our defense let us down, and I think it starts with our defensive linebacker coach who never – I mean, he made a lot of plays in Nebraska, but very few in the backfield of the other team. And he did the same thing for Tampa Bay in his you know, pro career. But, you know, I, I hear Scott Frost saying, we're going to attack. And I look at the linebacker play today, and they run to a spot and stop and then get blocked and, you know, the other linebacker makes the play on the other side because uh, the, the hole that uh, uh, Henrich or Reimers was in was blocked, and, and it's, it's, it's silly. I mean, if you're going to play, play hard. Play hard, and, you know, Northwestern stopped us so many times. I would love to see that, but I don't think our – coaching staff is going to allow that and you know maybe it's just me but i'll let you go and i'll listen to you on the backside thank you thanks bob thanks bob um so we've seen this around the country when uh a coach is under fire and decisions happen during the course of the game uh and and here in nebraska we have a lot of former players that have microphones in front of them or, or part of the media and, including and, one that you do a show yeah, with. And and the really, really good ones, including the guy I do a show with, they're honest from day one. Mm-hmm. Okay, They just don't show up when the house is burning down and say, I told you so. Uh, I have not seen him comment. And here's a guy that, you know, in the, well, in the offseason will drop in to uh, hang out in Lincoln. He doesn't usually comment this way on Twitter. He's not a super big Twitter guy. Yeah. Amir Abdullah has tweeted. And he is quote tweeting the Scott's comment about his onside kick that was his decision that in, that adding if he had to do it had to do had it back it was a decision he wouldn't have made quote I f- I thought if we got it we could end the game Amir just tweeted man I'm typically closed mouth on my opinions on coaching but that's just poor complimentary football you have to play the field position there 
regardless if we even recover that ball, it's a horrible call. No mm. way you can think you're closing out a game in the third quarter. Mm. And that was my theory earlier, right? He wanted the, 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 the kill shot. Here is uh, Craig. Craig, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. You're doing a great job. Thanks, Craig. All things considered, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but, hey, Gary, I've heard you mention a couple times that you think something um, happened to Casey after that magical throw, whatever you want to call it. But I thought I saw for a split second uh, as they were regrouping, a uh, teammate like, went to slap his hand or something. And, and uh, I, I might be wrong, but do you recall ever seeing that? It looked uh, like, uh, I, I don't know, maybe it jammed his thumb or something. I don't, but I'll go back and look because something had to hap- had have happened because and he, he did was, start sailing some passes. Yeah, he just wasn't the same. But you know what, Craig, uh, that's a great observation. I'll go back and look at it. We talk about it on yeah, Monday. I haven't had a chance to to go back and look myself. That's why I, I just kind of wanted to throw it in there. I believe that was the play, but there was at one point where it looked like he kind of uh, was turning around and, hmm. and there was a, a hand slap and and he kind of recoiled. Okay. Um, but it was only you know like yeah. Two seconds, of course, with the broadcast today. But um, anyway, that was the only thing I wanted to say. No, thanks, Greg. It's a great question. And I, I was, it's funny because as he started struggling, I did at one point, I know I thought, huh, I wonder if something's going on with his thumb again. But, you know, no idea. Uh, is this it? Last call. This is the uh, last call for Big Red Overreaction. It is uh, the honor to Jared. Hello, Jared. Make it a good one. Hey, how are we doing, guys? Good, man. Uh, go Big Red, as always. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, I hate to try and bag on Frost because I really want to see him succeed. Mm-hmm. But after seeing today's game, I really don't see he's the answer. And the reason I say that is even though he handed over the coaching reins, we didn't see anything different today. The plus side was, yes, we didn't see any penalties that killed us or killed any drives. But the overall play of the defense was not there like it was last year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we losing JoJo Doman last year and a few others had a huge impact. But this is year number five. Fifth year in a row, we've started 0-1. Where does the change come? And I don't know about you guys. I, I mean, I'm listen to the show every year, every game, every week after the show, after the game. And I, this is my intuition, my feelings. If we're less than 500 by mid season, he's gone. What's your guys' thoughts? All right, Jared, thanks for the thanks call. Thanks for the call, Jared. Um, I still think I disagree. We've gone over this. Yeah, I still think I disagree. Uh, I don't think it'll be wins and losses that there's a move-in season. I think it would have to be something different. Yeah. Uh, saying that out loud as we close out this is um, they did not start 0-1 in 2019. Yes, yes. It's four out of the last five years. Yes. They beat South Alabama. Now, yes. it felt like they started 0-1 because of the Colorado game the next week. But All right. That'll do it for uh, Big Red Overreaction. Um, there is plenty more. Uh, we'll all... Go back and we'll watch this. We'll interact with all of you, and then we'll come back in on Monday and discuss it beginning at 6 a.m. with Sharp and Betting in the Morning, Connor Happer's show, and then Josh and John on Unsportsmanlike Conduct. Uh, Big Red Overreaction has been brought to you by Equitable Bank, where they take banking personally. Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. 
and Burton. When you're Lemons hurting, just call Burton. For Josh, for Chance, I'm Gary. Thank you to everybody that uh, joined us on uh, Big Red Overreaction. Uh, we'll do this again next week after North Dakota. Not the two and twenty-six guy will be doing the show. I and by the way, I'm not doing. I'm the off o- too. I'm not doing the Oklahoma game. There you go. So you got some wins coming. Positive boy over here. Positive boys. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.